Hey everybody, this is Jacob and welcome to Scattershot Thoughts. In this podcast, I sit down weekly with my buddies Stan and Gio, and we have conversations like we used to when times are simpler and we're able to meet up for Saturday dinners. We're going to talk about things going on in our lives and give our takes on whatever news items or bits of entertainment that we feel are worth having a conversation about. This week, Gio and I tried to record an intro, and it was a spectacular failure. We're just going to jump into the conversation, and Stan will join us midway. Thanks for listening. You know what really grinds my gears, Jacob? What? How dogs are obviously better than cats as pets. Um, in a lot of ways, yeah. But if you want to leave, if you want to travel or anything, cats are better. Yeah, well, you know what a dog doesn't do? Jump on the counter and drop, like, glass bottles all over them. It depends on how big the dog is. I don't see Bo doing that. No, Bo wouldn't. My advisor had a dog who, like, you couldn't leave anything on the counter. Well, I'm talking about, like... I'm talking about, like, the counter where I have my sink and everything. So it's not like a, a counter you can easily just jump onto. The cats have to do some sort of acrobatic shit to get up there. Gotta do some maneuvers. Well, they have to jump on the couch and then jump on, like, the, the little stools that we have. And then from there onto the counter. They have to do some parkour shit. And then, of course, they see, like, this giant, like, wine bottle sort of thing that you get from, like, Ikea that we like to fill up with water. Uh... And yeah, just knock that shit off the fucking counter. Because it felt like it. Did it break? Of course it did. It's glass. So it was just like glass and water everywhere? No, it was empty. We had left it on the counter because we were going to fill it up. Oh. We just hadn't gone around to filling it up. No? Yeah, no. Some shit right there, man. Some shit. <sighs> yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Geo, did you know that today is Canadian Thanksgiving? I did know that today is Canadian Thanksgiving. And do you want to know why I know that? <laughs> why do you know that? Because the help desk that's supposed to be taking care of all the tickets for our company is actually based out of Canada, and uh, none of them were working today. So, when you have Thanksgiving on a Monday, do they get, I guess they just get Monday off? Yeah, they get Monday off. Okay. So, like, no one was there today, and people would be calling them about resetting passwords or something. And, of course, no one picked up. So, then they would just send me emails, and I'm just like, seriously, I'm going to have to here all day and just do basic support well, resetting passwords for everybody i mean it is kind of the job i guess i don't know what so okay so thanksgiving is always on a monday in canada is it it's the second monday in october in canada i don't know that. i feel like i should have known that because i'm sure same thing happened last year but i, I just can't remember yeah well from, from my experience like they have a bunch of weird holidays up there I know, like, everyone in my company is always just like, oh, is it, is it another made-up holiday for Canadians? Maybe that's just some prejudice around here. I mean, they, they are a different, um, you know, group of people. Some of them speak a different language. You don't say. What, what language is this? Canadian? Hey. Well, I, uh, I totally uh, did not realize that today was Canadian Thanksgiving, but so. Yeah. Our inaugural episode. We're going to have to celebrate uh, the anniversary next year. On Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> Canadian Thanksgiving next year. Hear me complain again? <laughs> I guess we should also note that today is the holiday formerly known as Columbus Day. I guess it's Indigenous Peoples Day now. I'm pretty sure it's still Columbus Day like a majority of the country. Uh, I mean, I heard some dude today say it was in, is Columbus Day, but I'm not... In yeah, it. I think that's only in like, like three or so states or something like that. I mean, as a person of indigenous heritage, do you care? I mean, yeah. Seeing as how, like, the Puerto Rican half of me is like, fuck those Spaniards. (laughs) But uh, for the most part, um, I can see why a lot of people care. I mean, Columbus wasn't exactly the first to, like, discover anything here. At least he wasn't the first European to, anyways, but he's always, like, portrayed as this hero and you know, great explorer who was the first person to, to discover the great, you know, United States. Well, yeah, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day about Columbus Day, and uh, they mentioned that uh, Columbus was, you know, he was just searching for the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, he got lost. And I'm, I'm like, but but that, that's not Columbus, though. That was 
Was Ponce was de Leon. Ponce de Leon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, either way, he got lost doing whatever he was trying to do, trying to find. What was he trying to find? India? Uh, I, I think the the main objective was to try to find a route to India. Yeah. I mean, that's why we, you know, for a long time called people Indians. Indian, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he got lost on his way to India, discovered the United States and, and you know, the Caribbean and whatnot, and basically enslaved all these Indians or Native American or, or Native people. Right. Because it's not just Native American. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't uh, say that he's anybody to uh, to praise and have monuments over. Yeah. I mean, the guy basically got a holiday for getting lost, right? And killing a bunch of people and enslaving them. And then didn't he also get, like, kicked out for being, like, too cruel of a enslaver? I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's something. That's actually something that happens. Like, he had, like, a, like a colony or something, and they were just like, he's too, like, the other colonizers were like, He's too cruel of a colonizer to stay here, and then they shift him back to Spain. I'm pretty sure that's the I'm pretty sure that's the Wow. So, um, apparently, uh, Columbus Day, or, you know, whatever you want to call it now, is uh, always on Canadian Thanksgiving? Seriously? Yeah. So it's always on the, th- the second Monday of October? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if there's a connection there. Like, maybe the Canadians celebrated Columbus Day, and they were like, you know what? <laughs> this, guy is, uh, this guy's kind of a dick. Kind of goes against our uh, our good natured Canadian, you know, vibes. Yeah, <laughs> let's just let's just change this day to Thanksgiving. <laughs> All inclusive for everything. I feel like that was a good move. Yeah, probably. But anyway, speaking of Puerto Ricans, wow. <laughs> uh huh. The other day, I guess now this was maybe a month ago. Um, I was in Georgia traveling, and um, when was the last time you were in Georgia? Like a month ago. Oh, when you were driving back? Yeah. I saw a truck in, in a parking lot. Of course lot. you did. Was there, was there a giant American flag on the back? No. Actually, so on the back of this truck, in the window, across the, the like rear window, was a series of letters. And I saw them, and I'm just like, I don't know what this is. Did it say Trump on it or something? I don't know what kind of what, what letters were on this. So these letters go as follows. Are we kind of trying to keep this like... <laughs> PG thirteen here? No, I'm just I'm really curious if you know what these letters are. Go for it. Y H L Q M D L G. You you completely lost me. I th- thought you were going with that YMCA for a second there. No. So I'm I'm like I pull out my phone and I'm just like typing this string of what appears to be random letters into my phone. Okay. And apparently, it's the title of I think the most listen to album on spite of spotify of 2020 of 2020 what was it like kanye west album no 2020 that um oh god who's popular last last year uh, what if i told you that it's an abbreviation in spanish abbreviation in spanish and you saw this in georgia yeah i, I am very confused now but okay not exactly the first thing that i would think of when i thought of georgia and i'm on the back of a truck no less but spanish Mm-hmm. Bam. Is it a bad bunny? B- wow. Okay. So yeah. Bingo. Really? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. So um was that just a guess? Well no, I'm just thinking of what Spanish their artist was on, you know, could have been the top hit or something of last year. And and Bad Bunny. Ba- everybody loves Bad Bunny. The only time I've ever been exposed to Bad Bunny was when uh, we were watching the Super Bowl and Jennifer Lopez was performing. You know, people gave gave more of a crap that he was there than, than J-Lo. If you say so. All I know is you turned to the TV and said, oh, shoot, <laughs> it's Bad Bunny. And I'm just like, Well, yeah, because I'm sitting there like watching Shakira do her thing. And then I don't know where Bad Bunny showed up. And I'm like, oh, shit. Educate me on Bad Bunny. Educate you on Bad Bunny. Well, he's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. He's like fairly popular, not just with Puerto Rican, but he's fairly popular. Um, he does reggae tone, and yes, I just said reggae tone in the most whitest way possible, so you could so you could understand. Mm-hmm. So he does reggae tone. He's very, I guess, out there when it comes to his appearance. He's very um openly like in support of like. You know, gay, just like minority groups. 
uh, which is probably another reason why people really like him. He's a pretty cool artist from what I can tell. Okay. Do I know? Have I heard Bad Bunny? Have you heard Bad Bunny? I don't, in Indiana, I don't, I don't. (laughs) I mean, when you were here in Miami, probably. I'm sure in passing in Miami, I've heard it, but would I know like a Bad Bunny song? Probably. He has a very like distinctive kind of like deep voice kind of. I mean, I, I guess some people would say he kind of sounds like a little bit mumbly, but not really. Does he, is he only in, in Spanish or does he do English too? I'm sure I've heard him say a couple things in English, but I mean, all his songs are basically Spanish. But I mean, he's had Drake in his, in his music and Drake was speaking Spanish in his music. Um, who else has he had? Honestly, I can't even think of it right now. Um, I think he did a song with Usher or maybe not Usher. I don't know. Okay. The person to ask would be Diana. I'm sure she she well she does love bad money. So, so do you know do you know what this abbreviation stands for? What was it? Y H L Q M D L G. I mean, I'm sure if you started, I can probably finish it. Yo. <laughs> okay, you gonna have to give me more than just yo. Yo, ago lo que me da la gana. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. So I do what I want. <laughs> I actually have a a coffee mug. That says, I do what I want. In in Spanish or English? It's in English. Because I always just walk around saying I do what I want, and Diana's just like, why? Well, now you can tell her that you're quoting her favorite artist. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So now, well, I was hoping you'd know more about this. But, so I'm just curious, how do you pronounce this? You just said me something to pronounce. Y-H-L-Q-M-D-L-G. You just said it. You said it, like, perfectly in Spanish. Okay, but like, so. Yo, I look at Manana. So when you when you go to Sam Goody, and it's 1994, and you're like, I want to purchase this album. Do you think you 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 just say what it stands for? I guess. I don't know, man. I, it was just like at the time that I saw this, I just watched that Q documentary. I mean, honestly, I I I wouldn't. I mean, I I I listen to songs, especially since they're on the radio, like all the time. And the thing with the radios here, or the radio stations here anyways, it's, it's, um, whenever they're playing like reggaeton songs, if you're on the reggaeton station, it's always like Bad Bunny or a song, and it's gonna have like Bad Bunny featured in the song. So it could be whoever else is singing the song, but has Bad Bunny. Okay. Pretty sure I've, I've heard like four songs on the radio, and every single one of them, like in a row, has had Bad Bunny to some degree. Well, then I guess it's not too surprising that. <laughs> I saw a truck in... It's still, it's still surprising. It's still super surprising that you went, or you drove through Georgia, and in the heart of Georgia, you found a truck, pickup truck, with a bad bunny on the back. That's 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 still pretty surprising. I mean, they could have been like on their way to Miami, maybe. Did they have a Georgia license plate? That, I don't know. So you put the lettering on the back of the truck, but you didn't catch the license. Yeah, I was... I, it was like nighttime, and I just saw it, and I thought, "What is this like uh, code?" Are you sure you got the Are you sure you got the lettering right with your night blindness and all? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I pulled up the Wikipedia article, and I was like, "Oh, okay, wow." <laughs> Wikipedia article, bad buddy. And then the other day, let me see. Let me send you a link to this. Switching things completely. I found this. Uh, this. I, I was. I, I've been working my way through the Star Wars comics. Like the recent mm-hmm. ones, and uh, I just sent you an image, uh, one of the frames, and uh, let's have you describe t- to our listeners. And, uh, to our all of three listeners, yeah, one of which is probably your mother, <laughs> and the other one is probably going to be Stan's mother. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this picture is—I'm assuming that's Luke. Yes. You can't really tell because he has his head down, and his hair is covering his face, and uh, R two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're in the water. What is that like? A, like a like a beach? Or? Yeah, he's he for for context. He I think he has just uh, been pushed into the water by another person. Oh, okay, well, because you can't see the sand at all. You just see like the foaming water like at their feet. Yeah, which actually it, it <laughs> that is an odd um, observation considering what the topic what what there is being said. Okay, yeah, so he's uh. He's in the water with R2. Um, the water is swimming at their feet. He's kneeling down with his uh, hair covering his face. Uh, he's got a 
an R or a hand on R2, I guess he's trying to get up, and he is saying, whoa, good old sand. I ever tell you how much I love sand? <laughs> oh, not, not exactly like father, like son. Now, I'm reading this, and this like almost like actually made me cringe. I'm sure, I'm sure that's more sarcasm, anything else, considering where he's from was basically a giant desert. Yeah, well, I mean... I'm pretty sure he doesn't really love sand. I guess if you're reading Star Wars comic books, you're probably pretty well-versed in like the movie-type stuff. Okay. And like, so this guy's, his dad hated sand. It's like the most famous thing out of one of the movies. Like the famous, most famous piece of dialogue. I wouldn't say it's the most famous piece of dialogue, but it's the most memed. <laughs> I mean... Uh, he just hates sand. It's coarse and rough and it just gets everywhere. I mean, honestly, yeah, I mean, you and I were just quoting other lines from that movie about politicians. The other day, I mean, we can we can quote that entire movie just like we can quote like all of Talladega Night. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know how I feel about this whole. Oh, good old sand. <laughs> I ever tell you how much I love sand? Like it's just like so on the nose. Oh, I mean, that's that's definitely sarcasm, man. One hundred percent sarcasm. And th- there was other stuff in this issue where like he like fell down and he's like, oh, poodoo, and it's like, okay. I mean, I guess that is like the vernacular, like. In Star Wars land, that's like just being like, oh, poop. Yeah. But who says that? I don't know. I'm really trying to go with a common, like, shit. Yeah. I got shit. Anyway, (laughs) this struck me, and I'm just like, ugh. I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny. He hates sand. His dad hates sand. Honestly, everybody hates sand. So that's interesting that you view that as as sarcasm, because I totally didn't take it that way. No, I think that's sarcasm. That's got to be sarcasm. I mean, I don't know the the context of like what what else is going on in this this issue or this comic, but just from that line itself, I would assume sarcasm. You said he got pushed into the water, didn't you? Yeah. So I'm a, yeah, he's probably like fuck. He's going for a whole uh, Deadpool and a Ryan Reynolds kind of a uh, sarcastic vibe. And oh man, speaking of beaches, <laughs> remember that movie Old? Old. Yeah, with the the pe- the beach that makes you old. It's like the M Night. Yeah, the M Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. one where uh, the lady goes with her kids, and then like, think her kids end up getting like super old. Yeah, I, I've <laughs> not heard a good review for that movie. I saw trailers for it, and then like heard absolutely nothing afterwards after it came out. Honestly, it, it's basically kind of like uh, Black Widow, where like I, I would see trailers for Black Widow like all the time. And then once it came out, I, I heard absolutely except for except for the whole Disney versus Scarlett Johansson thing. But like about the movie itself, I I, I hadn't heard anything. Well, at least that's been settled at least. So yeah, was it? I, I was not following along with that at all. Yeah, they reached some sort of settlement. Yeah, that's good for her. But okay, so that I, I had that on the list of things. Have you watched Black Widow yet? I have not. It was it was just made available. On Wednesday, on Disney Plus for yeah. I mean, to be fair, I've been slacking on basically all of that. That's why I haven't seen um um I haven't seen Falcon and, and Bucky. Oh really? I haven't seen that. Um, I haven't seen uh Loki, which really bugs me because I really wanted to. I just haven't gotten around to seeing it. I haven't seen Visions yet, which pisses me off because that's the first thing that I wanted to see. Oh my gosh, you and Stan. I'm I've been busy. I was hoping that we would get a chance to talk about that. I mean, that that's one of those things that still, it's like, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, I was I was two seconds away from watching it during work today. If I wasn't so busy, I would have. The thing about Visions is I consumed it all in like two days, and I almost consumed it too fast. <laughs> what, were you left wanting more afterwards? No, it was the opposite. I was like, oh, oh my god, there's, <laughs> there's another episode? <laughs> like, I get it. It's anime, and it's Star Wars, and it's cool, but like... What can you do with this? What you, was it just because like the animation or the one studio that you liked, you already saw, and then the rest were just not exactly to your to your liking animation style wise? I don't really have huge ties to any of the studios. You know, I mean, like there's some that I'm like I recognize the name, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But honestly, all the ones that I know, um, I don't even think they did visions episodes. 
Except for the, I, the people that did the last episode of or the last season of Attack on Titan, I think did at least one episode. And mm-hmm. there there is a huge variety of animation styles in in that. Um, the I mean, I'll wait until everybody's seen it to really go through it one by one. But the first episode is like just the most visually like beautiful thing. Was that the black and white one that I keep seeing? Yeah. That one looked like it would be the nicest animated one. I don't know why. Maybe it's just not my preference. Because I, I saw one that was like really cartoony, but then I saw that one next to it, and I was just like, uh, this one seems like it's more like nitty gritty and what I would like more than this other cartoony one for when it comes to Star Wars anyways. Yeah, it's got that like Batman anime art style, which I think it might be the same studio, I think. And that was really cool. And yeah, there, there's others that are just like whatever you would expect from like just anime animation styles. And those are, those are okay too. But even like, if you say anime animation, like what are you even talking about? You know I mean? There's some that like have realistic proportions and others that are chibi. Like, did you just say chibi? Yeah. I mean like there's, you can't, I, I, to me, I don't think you could say like, oh, it just looks like an anime. That's like saying, oh, like it just looks like a cartoon. I guess, yeah. But there wasn't any where I was just like, oh, I can't stand this. But I'll admit the last episode, the last, like, episode in the series, I I totally had my phone out and was just not paying attention to it. I was over it. Well, that's disappointing. Which, yeah, I need to go back and watch it. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, I watched it in English. Now it's time to go back and watch it in Japanese. I feel like I'm just going to end up watching it in Japanese with subtitles. I mean, the only thing is um, the English voice cast has a lot of recognizable voices in it, if you care about that. Yeah, like uh, Chris Pratt playing no. some recognizable <laughs> voices. Everything is awesome. I can use the force. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's like uh, Alison Brie, Neil Patrick Harris. We do love us some Alison Brie and Neil Patrick Harris. There's one episode that has like a ton of people in it. What was that? Uh, oh, um... What was it? Invincible had a bunch of great voice actors. Yeah, that's the. I don't know why that came to me. Like came to my mind when you were talking about that. I was there thinking of like, what other like show did we watch? And I remember thinking the exact same thing. Everybody in this first episode was from like The Walking Dead or something, and I, I like loved it. I loved hearing them play a different character and hearing their voice. That was pretty cool. They all did a great job, by the way. And just even like. J.K. Simmons, like, why would you think that he would be a good voice for that? But he is. He's, like, perfect. Oh, yeah. I still get, I guess, I get chills watching that last episode. I, I, I can't believe I still see memes from that. Like, you know, the the whole, like, uh, that's the thing. You don't. Like, that, yeah. that that was such a good show. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to come back. Yeah, season two. I'm, I'm not sure when that comes out. I'm trying to think of what other shows are coming out again. Or, like, what, what follow-up seasons are coming out for shows. Um... Uh, it says first half of 2022, so not too much longer. The Witcher. Oh, yeah, Witcher that comes. comes like at the end of the year, December, I think. Which I haven't seen a whole lot about that, but yeah. Um, I, I've heard talks about it, and then uh, I know they, they try to promote the uh, the animated kind of like movie that they have on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's like a sort of um, like the same like Castlevania type thing that they did. Yeah, kind of. It's like, um, it's basically, I think it was like two hours or something. And it's just like a story that revolves around, um, Vesemir instead of Geralt. But I guess Vesemir being the, the guy who trains Geralt. I, I'd, I'd be down to watch that. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was pretty lost in that first season. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think the whole, um, time skipping all around everywhere really paid off. I, I know at first I was kind of with you there, but then like, I kind of like, caught on when it came to like I guess the armor that he was wearing and I was just like okay I kind of see what's going on here uh see I didn't ca- I mean it, it literally took me like three or four episodes before I figured out like oh not <laughs> this isn't all taking place like in a chronological order this isn't linear at all this is taking place over like a hundred years or something yeah which um I don't know I feel like that we just weren't clued into that early on enough yeah probably they could have done a better job well but it's a good show I'd watch it Henry Cavill's cool. He is. Um, ladies love him. And I, I also just saw today that uh, Doctor Who comes back on Halloween. Is um, I think I saw something about that that they're they're well um, isn't one of the the old directors that like quit or something coming back? Yeah, 
And also, like, the, there's going to be a new Doctor now. Yeah, so uh, this is last the last season for um, Jodie Whittaker. Yeah. And they're bringing back Russell T. Davies, who he was... I don't, I don't want to say it, but he was the showrunner when the show was good. <laughs> when was that? David Tennant, Doctor? Uh, yeah, I think David Tennant and um, Matt Smith. David Tennant is always going to be my Doctor, man. Yeah, I think uh, I'm the same. I really like Chris, uh, Peter Capaldi. I think he's my second favorite. Um, I mean, I think Jodie Whittaker is just... <sighs> she's an okay Doctor, but they just didn't do anything with her. I mean, I don't. have you watched any of it? I'm going to be completely honest and i know it's gonna sound bad and i i'm gonna you know preface this with everything i'm gonna say now is just gonna be like i'm in no way sexist so it's not because it's a female doll at all and i actually think she's a great actress but the story that they wrote was so boring that i don't know how she was supposed to save that so i think i told you like i saw or i tried to anyways i tried to see the first episode like all of four or five times, and every single time I would fall asleep, like mid episode, like it did not catch me at all, and I felt I felt terrible about it because like I was really looking forward to it, but it was just so boring. Yeah, I I've tried to stick with it, but I, I'll admit it it's it's hard. It's a chore. It's not fun, and it it doesn't have anything to do with her. No, I'm sure it doesn't because I wasn't. I mean, I wasn't watching it and being like, oh, wow, like she's a terrible actress, you know? Yeah. I was just watching it, and I was just like, this is not enjoyable to watch. Like, the story here isn't really catching me at all. And from what I heard, the rest of it doesn't get any better. I think I was reading an article or something about it, and someone was saying that, like, they had, like, three main leads, and, like, none of the stories really, like, worked around any of that. Yeah, I mean the the people hurt for well, okay, first off, I hate when the doctor has a lot of companions. I kind of do. Like just let the doctor bond with one or two people where you can like grow that relationship. This time she just starts off right off the bat three new people. Boom. Here you go. You're supposed to like them. And it's like, but we already we are we already have this new doctor that we don't know anything about and and they've always sort of had either a doctor shepherd into a new companion or the companion shepherd into a new doctor and with this it was just like a reset button boom and it's the people are not compelling i mean there's one dude that like his like thing is that he can't ride a bike like that he's uncoordinated he has some sort of i'm uncoordinated disease disease or just he's clumsy i think it's supposed to be some sort of like clinical thing where he can't keep his balance or something i don't know but like it it never plays into anything the only thing it is is they just have footage of him attempting to ride a bicycle in like the Welsh countryside or whatever, and it's just like okay, but there's never a situation where he's like, oh, we have to be you know real careful here. Oops, I'm for some reason I'm clumsy and I fell like that. They don't even use that. That would be terrible, but at least they would use that character trait. I was just about to say, is that is that how like half of these episodes start is where like they're on the TARDIS and. This guy's just walking by the controls, slips, <laughs> presses a knob, and the TARDIS just crash lands somewhere. Oh, he did it again. That lovable rascal. <laughs> Him and his uncoordinatedness. No, they don't do anything with that. And it's like, okay, cool. And that character and another character, I think, left at the end of the last season. So now it's just the Doctor and one companion, as far as I know. So that that might make it better, but it's just like we've already lost faith. You've wasted two seasons on this Doctor. Just at, I think it's time to to say goodbye to the Thirteenth Doctor. Oh, that's just that. Yeah, I mean, then there's no redeeming qualities about it. It's not like it'd be really hard to go back and be like, oh, you know what? This was actually this was good. Like if you compare it to like you know the 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 Whispers. No, it's not the Whispers. That's The Walking Dead. Don't get me started on The Walking Dead. The Whispering Angels. You know. Oh, God, those creepy-ass angels? Oh, my God, that should scare the shit out of me. And th- there's nothing like that in, in these these episodes. It's always just, like, some stupid thing. Oh, and they rebooted the mas- the, the master, or, you know, Missy. thought Missy died. Yeah, well, she re- regenerated into this some just, like, boring dude. And it's like, okay, great. Didn't she start off as a boring dude and then regenerated into Missy? And that, so the, they took this boring dude and turned him into Missy, and it's like, okay, cool, Missy is awesome. 
but we have to go back to being boring, I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's, you know what? I'm just going to watch David Tennant be Doctor. All is right with the world. Yeah. And speaking of Walking Dead, I think like the last thing that I remember for The Walking Dead was like um, Carl dying. That's the last, the last episode that I saw. I'm seasons behind, I know. Yeah, I think you're like two or three seasons behind. I've lost interest. And then you, I, I, I've heard about what happens afterwards. And I'm just like, okay, then I just have, like, I'm losing, losing these people who haven't been invested in. When Glenn died, I was just like, nah, I'm done with this. You can't take my boy Glenn from me like that. Yeah. Well, they brought Maggie back. She left for a while, but now she's back. She left for a while. Isn't she supposed to be like the president or something? Uh, not in this continuity. She's like, she left and got attacked by these people and came back to Hilltop, but Hilltop is still like recovering from being destroyed somehow. And I couldn't even tell you how. <laughs> okay. And I've, and I've watched the show. <laughs> um, what's his face? Is this guy like a good guy now? Um, what's his name? Um, Negan. Yeah. Negan's an interesting character. Cause like he, he's had some growth and he, he plays an important part in the conflict with the whispers, which was like last season. But they let him out of Negan jail. But now there's like they've he's teamed up right now with Maggie, so there's like this tension. Oh, you killed my husband and father of my child. Yeah. That show's actually gone on hiatus right now too, I think. They're doing a weird like uh you you remember how they did with Game of Thrones where they split the last season in two? Yeah. I think they're doing like three eight episode arcs or something for the last season. This is just like a recording thing because of like COVID or something. I'm sure COVID has something to do with it, but it's like, so they're, they're finishing up the first arc now. And then I think the second arc premieres in a couple of months. Well, it didn't work out too well for Game of Thrones. I'll tell you that. No. Which did you see? There's going to be like a prequel series for Game of Thrones. Yeah. It was like the, the house Targaryen thing or yeah. house of the dragon or whatever it is. Which, I mean, as somebody who's not, like, hugely invested in Game of Thrones, I'm just like, okay, so you pick the most boring people to, to write about, to make a series about? I would say they're the most boring people. I, okay, the most vanilla. I mean, nothing about the, the family Targaryen is vanilla, man. They got that incest stuff going on. They got that, uh, what are you doing there, step bro? <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm stuck in this fireplace. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully there's dragons or something, I guess. I would assume there would be. But honestly, like, I didn't watch that show for the dragons anyway. Uh, when Game of Thrones first started, I was actually really into it. Actually, for, the most, for most of the show, I was really into it until basically the last season, which we will never speak of because it never happened. But, um, yeah, um, that ending was just so bad. And I think it just kind of left, like, this... Oh, bad taste in my mouth when it comes to Game of Thrones now. That, like, I actually want absolutely nothing to do with it. I think I agree with the sentiment. I don't know if it's the last season that made me feel that way, but I, I do feel that way. I'm just like, I'm, I've am i had my share of Game of Thrones right now. I mean, somewhere, somewhere between, you know, the episode where I couldn't see anything of the episode because all I saw was black, and where Daenerys just, like, destroys everything and goes apeshit. Um... I was just, I, I just like lost interest. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think they did the story service for as much care as it got for the first like you know couple of seasons. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, well, what used it used to take an entire season for somebody to just like go from one city to the next closest city, and now all of a sudden teleporting dragons or whatever, and it's like you guys ruined it. And I mean, I understand that they were ending things, but it was just. Well, I think it was more they were they were pressed on time and. And it really showed that they were pressed on time. Yeah. And in that one episode where the screen really was just like black for most of the episode. It was, it was black the entire episode. I had to go into my TV settings and up the brightness to see anything. I mean, there's no way they just, Oh really? You couldn't see it on your TVs. There's no way that they thought that. It looked perfectly fine on our TVs. Yeah. I mean, that's not a thing. So, I mean, they they must have been hiding something. Uh, I don't know. Or had something that didn't work out the way they wanted it to. I am not glad. But, yeah, that that was upsetting. And also just, it just seems like all of a sudden people were, like, doing complete 180s on, 
on their character arcs. Like with Jamie, it was like, okay, so I guess you didn't learn anything. You you grew as a character while you were away from your sister. And then as soon as you come back, it's like, oh. I got to go back to my sister. Yeah. It's like. Like, no, man, this, this, this lady loves you. Just stay with her and be happy. Yeah. And, oh, so did you see uh, there's going to be a, a, a That 90s show on Netflix? I heard about that. Um, actually, I think I heard about that today. And then while I heard about that today, I found out that there was a That 80s show for like a season or something. And it was canceled or something after that. I remember that like that because it was like right after that 70s show. They tried to spin it off. Yeah, but I had like no one from the original cast or something, right? Yeah, I think it was just like the concept was continuing. I don't know. I never saw an episode. I mean, I was like really into that 70s show. Um, I think I was, I, I never finished watching it. I, I saw maybe half of it. And even that I saw like scattershot. So like I didn't see like every single episode. It's a good show. Well, I know it's a good show. I, I, from what I saw, it was funny. But then uh, what's his name left? Eric, right? Foreman? Yeah. Topher Grace. Yeah. He left. And then I don't know what happened after that. They like brought in a new character, a new main character for the last season. It was just like, <laughs> why? What are you guys doing? Yeah. And then like from what I heard about this show, this 90s show, Kitty is going to be back, right? And um, in red, yeah. And red. And um, Eric and Donna had a kid somehow. I think we can figure out how, but yeah. I mean, I would love for there to be a doctor in the house to explain to me how that works. <laughs> but um, no, I meant like story-wise, Eric leaves and Donna starts dating the new guy that shows up, right? Yeah. And then like the show ends and I'm supposed to believe that like somehow after the show ended, Donna and... Eric reunited and hooked up and got together and, and had a kid. I want to say that they did get back together, like in the finale. Cause it, and in that last episode, Topher Grace left and um, Ashton Kutcher left or that last season. Yeah. Cause they got into a fight or something, right? I'm, I'm not talking about like the show wise. I'm talking about like, like behind the scenes. Real life stuff. I'm not sure why everybody left, but they did bring them all back for the like the season finale or the show finale. Okay. So they may have gotten back together, but I, I don't remember. Hmm. But that was that was one of those shows that was like always on TV. Yeah, it's like uh, How I Met Your Mother. It's always on TV. Yeah, but this was like before then. Like I remember like getting home from school and like that show was on. You know, like at four or five o'clock. No, yeah, that's how that's how I watch it on. Uh, on the WB or UPN, one of those one of those stations. It was on like Fox or something, wasn't it? It originally was on Fox, but I, I don't remember what it was syndicated on. Mm. But yeah, I really like that show. I would watch. I would give this a shot. I mean, it's just another in the long line of um, reboots on Netflix from shows from when we were kids. It's gonna be a Netflix reboot. Yeah, it's like uh, I think it got a ten episode order. Mm. But it is odd. Like, so they brought in. Grandma and Grandpa, and it sounds like everything else is going to be just new kids. Yeah, I think um, it's Grandma and Grandpa watching uh, Eric and Donna's kid for like the summer or something, maybe? Yeah, that, that's what I got out of it, too. And I think like the story follows, like I guess, like the main character being like, well, maybe not the main character, but like I guess one of the main characters that it follows along being the grandkid doing whatever they do in that basement, which may or may not be illegal. Right. We don't know because we're not there. Well, it's the nineties though. So are they going to switch to do like dropping acid and <laughs> damn, that's, that's a lot heavier than a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, they gonna switch to crack cocaine. I, yeah. I wonder if they'll do something like that. Like instead of like, you know, recreational use of drugs in that 70s show, it becomes like on a very special episode of that 90s show. <laughs> <laughs> Eric and Donna's kid gets to the hospital. The character that you, you know, based on stereotypes, would expect to get hooked on crack. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe give it a watch. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's going to come out anytime soon, but they just started talking about that. Yeah. But when I think about it, like, I guess you would know a lot about that. Like, how many of your neighbors got busted for having, like, a, a meth sort of build going on in their basement 
Well, I mean, it is... Well, up here, the big thing is still, like, opioids and stuff like that, and heroin. Oh, really? That yeah. Was, that was all about that mouth. I mean, there's that, too, but I swear I saw more of that when I was working down in the Keys than I ever saw up here. Oh, yeah, you saw some sh- shady stuff down there. I still don't know how you survived that boat. That boat should have blown up. Well, we survived. You are a survivor. Yeah. Congratulations. I don't know the rest of the words to the song. You don't know the rest of the words to Survivor by Beyonce? Nope. Okay. Real quick, I feel like you're the same way I am about James Bond. What do you think? Um, Like in general or like Daniel Craig's James Bond? Uh, In general. How much do you care? Um, I mean, I... I've watched, I'm pretty sure I've watched like every single James Bond movie at, at some point. You're already ahead of me then. Well, I mean like the, the older James Bond movies, you know, like they were always on TV or something and I'd get home from school, I'd turn on the TV and it would be on the in the background while I was playing video games on my computer. So like, I mean, I've seen them. I've always like thought of having one of those cool fancy cars that has machine guns and rockets and I could shoot out people. That are driving like reckless idiots on ninety five. That's the dream right there, Jacob. The dream. So have you seen all the, the like Daniel Craig James Bonds? I think I saw the first few. How many have there been? I don't even know. I I'm almost positive that the first one was Casino Royale, right? Yeah. Which I, I remember seeing. I remember seeing that in the theater, probably with you and Stan. I think so as well. That's the one with the the, the weird torture scene where the guy's on a the chair yeah. with the one put off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what we remember from that movie. And also the fact that they were playing, you know, poker or whatever. Yeah, it takes us hold them. Yeah. And that epic parkour scene at the beginning. All right, all right. But after that, I don't know that I've seen any of the Daniel Craig ones. I may have seen the one that came after that. I'm pretty sure that I saw the one that came after that. Is that Skyfall? I don't even know. No, I think Skyfall is the third one, isn't it? You know who would know? Yeah, I, I'm almost <laughs> positive he would, because he's into the James Bond stuff. Oh my gosh, there's been so many. Oh, Quantum of Solace was the next one. Yeah, so I remember seeing Quantum of Solace. I feel like I've seen that one. I think I've seen parts of Skyfall. I don't think I've seen Skyfall or Spectre. Oh, there was the one after Skyfall? Yeah, which I... It's funny, I thought there were more Daniel Craig James Bond movies. I just remember you singing the Skyfall song while we were playing video games. Well, yeah, that was like ubiquitous. That w- wasn't that. Uh, that was Adele, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, wow, I didn't. At this point, they're just like Fast and Furious movies. Well, from what I'm hearing, uh, this one really ties everything up. Does that mean I have to go back and just like watch all of them over from the beginning? We might have to, man. Might have to be a, se- a segment for a while. I'm just going to sit here and watch all Daniel Craig's cheese bomb movies. I mean, I'm looking here. One, two, three, four, five, six times one, two, three, four. It's 24 plus two. So there's 26 of them? Wait, there's 26 movies? Yeah. Like starting with... um. Oh, okay. I was I was thinking Daniel Craig. I was like, wait, Daniel Craig did not make 26 James Bond movies that I've missed. Daniel Craig made five. Okay. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm three out there. Or three and, two and a half. Because I think I remember seeing parts of Skyfall. I think I saw like the ending of Skyfall. Doesn't uh, doesn't Money Penny die? Your your guess is as good as mine, bro. <laughs> I have no idea. But the number one question on on Google about Skyfall is why was Skyfall so good? Why was Skyfall so good? Uh, apparently, Skyfall was one of the first times a Bond movie had the courage to show Bond as a vulnerable character. He was a man, perhaps past his prime. He's forced to confront his painful past, and he tearfully says goodbye to an old friend. It made the character more layered than he had ever been. I wonder who the old friend is. Maybe it's Money Penny. I don't know. I might be. I don't know. Well, one thing I am excited for, though, is uh, Disney Plus Day is on November 12th. Yeah. Yeah. So, on uh, on November 12th, we're going to have drops of a lot of content. So, they will make Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings available to, to watch, to stream. I think for everybody. Which I I never got a chance to see that movie. It was it was good. I liked it. I think it was like my first movie uh, back in theaters since the beginning of COVID. I don't still I, I still don't know what mine's gonna be. Dune. It might be Dune. Eternals. Venom. If, if the universe wants you to see Venom, I know it doesn't want me to see it. 
<laughs> yeah. So you you want to go ahead and run down the story on Venom and how your experience trying to go see Venom? Not particularly. It's still upsetting that entire night. All right. Well, we'll we'll save it for Stan. Will Poulter to play Adam Warlock in Guardians Volume Three. Do we know who Will Poulter is? Yeah, he's the the eyebrows dude. Where do I know this guy's face from? His eyebrows. If you if you look at the actor with the eyebrows, he's the he's the guy who pops up. Okay, I'm doing it. The actor with what the fuck? (laughs) 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 What? Okay, so I have seen this guy in random stuff. Yeah, he was in that movie. uh, Oh, that's where I know him from. Bandersnatch. He wasn't Bandersnatch. He was the the. The guy with the eyebrows in Bandersnatch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was the guy with the, the eyebrows. <laughs> and he was in the Maze Runner, apparently. He was also in the Maze Runner, yes. He was in that movie with um Ted Lasso, dude. Ted Lasso? Yes, that's the game. Uh, oh, were they like in a, a RV or something, right? Yeah, they, they smuggled drugs across like the the border. Why can't... Oh, we're, we're the Millers. I've never seen that movie. You've never seen that movie? Nope. It has one of the most amazing scenes in it. What what scene is that, Geo? <laughs> it's just funny scenes. Okay. Yeah, man. You need to watch it. Well, I've never seen We're the Millers. It seems so bad, though. It just looks bad. Oh, shit. It's Stan. Hey, everyone. Hey. Stan. All right, Stan. Isn't We're the Millers the one where you guys are getting paid? Like the famous meme? Isn't... Yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys are getting paid? What? See, Stan knows it. <laughs> Stan, you know, you know the character with the eyebrows. Yeah, the 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 guy, the little dude. Yeah, the dude, right? The dude with the eyebrows. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. <laughs> what? See, you're the one that's out of the loop here, Jacob. That that's that's the song that made a revival. That's the movie where they made a revival for TLC's like Waterfalls, man. Like you should definitely watch that movie. Oh, that's funny, Jacob. All right. And no. Don't go chasing water. Oh, shit. I'm saying Alright, I guess I got my homework for next week. There you go. <laughs> tell us about your day, Stan. Uh, not much, but I can tell you now that I'm board certified in internal medicine, so. <laughs> Woo. The final results came back from my board exam, so uh, it was a bit of a weight off my shoulders. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, but otherwise, the day was a typical day. Kind of had a few sick patients that we had to take care of, and a few were coming in through the door as, as we were leaving, so we, we ended up having to stay a little bit behind. But all in all, everybody's tucked in. And As are these like patient patients or like the COVID patients that you're you're being no proper to? proper proper uh, hematology patients, so they're they're actually they have reasons to to be in in hospital, um, which we're starting to see a decline in the COVID patients, which is good. It's actually a reassuring sign. Awesome. You missed us talk way too long about Columbus Day, Stan. About what? Columbus Day. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is today, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well. It's also apparently Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Canadian Thanksgiving to all the Canadian folks out there. I hope you enjoy some food, eh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess they have, like, put turkey on top of their poutine. I don't know. <laughs> So what else did you guys chat about aside from uh, Canadian uh, Canadian Thanksgiving? We talked about Doctor Who um, premieres on Halloween. I, I still have to catch up on that uh, last few series that they have aired with uh, Johnny Whittaker. Yeah. I mean, do you, though? <laughs> that, that, is, that, is a good, that is a good question to have. I mean, it's, it's such a chore. I, I don't know. I think they just, like deviated away from the format of the Doctor Who series that like you introduced me to and I kind of enjoyed and then that happened and I was just like, oh well, I do have to say though ever since people, I don't know if you've been aware of those, but like people have been going to this Van Gogh exhibit here in Miami, like a Van Gogh experience and I couldn't help but like rewatch the Van Gogh episode the other day just because like, to me that's like one of the best episodes of all. That was a good episode. I don't know. Like it's it still today remains one of my favorite, especially with Bill Nye like doing that little soliloquy of you know, Van Gogh is my favorite of all time. So Stan, we were just talking about James Bond. I feel like you are our resident James Bond um fan. I I feel like I have to be 
I have to represent that just because I have watched almost every James Bond, of course, with the exception of this most recent one. Um, and the title is fittingly re- recorded to be No Time to Die, and for me, it has been no time to to watch essentially. So <laughs> I'm I'm yet to watch it, but I'm very excited. I've heard great things about the movie itself, so I can't wait to to see it. Well, yeah, as as of right now, it's sitting at eighty four percent on the on the tomato meter, mm-hmm. which is not bad. Black Widow movie finally came out to. Um, Yes. streaming for all users on on Disney Plus which was a plus for me um cuz i hadn't seen you know much of it of the uh the few marvel series that came out in between so that was like a welcome uh, a welcome thing for me i i also watched it this week guess guess who didn't watch it this week uh come on dude <laughs> i'll get around to watching it you guys can talk about it it's fine it's not like you're going to spoil anything for me talking about it's not going to be a spoiler i feel like there's major spoilers in that movie that like just need to like you need to see it in order to to for us to talk about it because if we start talking about the the entirety of the movie i feel like it's going to spoil things for you oh okay we do have to talk about one thing though stan (laughs) medical opinion could you actually sever that nerve by breaking your nose and would that actually work Frankly, I don't think so. At least you'd have you'd have quite the headache. I don't think you'd be able to carry on the way she did. And I don't, you know, there isn't much of a nerve structure that passes so superficially, or that you can just just do what she did in the movie in such a you know a willy-nilly fashion. So I, I don't personally, from a professional expertise opinion, I would say no. And uh, well, I guess I should have asked first. Does that nerve even exist? Like what they're saying you could do? So there is such a thing as an olfactory nerve, which kind of feeds into your midbrain that can provide you with those like kind of recognition of, you know, pheromones. But it's, like I said, it doesn't run as superficially. Um, it kind of runs in the back of your, from the back of your nostrils, essentially up through like the mid midbrain skull. So you can't just like smack your head against the, table and expect to sever that brain uh, that nerve so i think it's a little bit of a hollywood dream for them to be able to do that okay because i saw that and i was just like no No. (laughs) (laughs) i agree with you i i i I just you know if it was that easy i probably would have lost my sense because when i was a kid i kind of ran into a, a, a fence pole head first so if that was that easy then i would have no recognition of of uh pheromones or smells for that matter okay yeah i mean other i mean there's a ton of other stuff in that movie that like there's no way real science would apply to that but for some reason that one thing just stuck out to me like really we're doing this (laughs) but other than i mean it it was a good movie though yeah i do i do have to say the performance that uh david harbour i think put forward was pretty good yeah i did like his uh, he was amazing interpretation of, of the uh of of the what is it crimson uh i think the red guardian red guardian there you go because she called him like crimson crimson vengeance or something <laughs> yeah in the movie no so, but i th- i thought that he did an excellent job in that yeah him and uh the sister was great too i thought is she an mma fighter i don't think so she's an actress i come back from from nerves to to mma fighter I, I thought so because she she reminded me of almost of uh, a Ronda Rousey a little bit like just the way she kind of carried herself. I mean, granted, it was partly the role that she was playing, I suppose, but uh, um, she did remind me of Ronda Rousey. She was in this great movie. I didn't realize that was her. That was about wrestlers. Um, that was with uh, Nick Frost was in it. He played her dad. But isn't it the one with the Rock that where he was telling the story of like a no? Probably wasn't her. No, she was like the main person. It's based on a true story. I mean, The Rock was in it. Uh, it also had what's her face from from Game of Thrones, um, Cersei. Oh man, it was a good movie. Made it on Hulu, no? Like I believe it might be. I randomly went to the movie theater and saw it. What movies have you seen, Gio? Yeah, Gio, tell tell Stan about how, your trip to go see Venom. Uh, so um, Friday, I was working. And Diana messages me. She's like, oh, you know, I got tickets to see Venom tonight. And I was like, all right. Sounds like fun. Fun Friday night, you know? So get dressed up. You go out to dinner, which is nice. Drive to the movie theater. And we get there, like, 
an hour early. So we just sit in the car for a bit talking and, and listening to like music and, and stuff. Then we get out, we walk to like front of the theater and all the doors are locked, but we can see people inside walking around playing in the arcade and stuff, you know? Oh, this is Oakwood, by the way. So you get a, a picture of what I'm saying here. All the doors are locked. There's, there's no one at the box office. So we're just standing there like, what the hell's going on? We wait for some people to like walk out and catch the door as it closes behind them and just kind of snuck in. And then we walk to like the uh, concession stand and uh, just catch one of the employees there. And I'm just like, hey, you know, like all the doors in front are locked. And then they're just like, oh, yeah, we're, we're closing early for tonight because uh, not enough staff showed up for like the night shift. And we were just like, oh, well, that sucks. So we had to wait another like 20 minutes for them to issue us like a refund. And then they gave us like these like little voucher for like two free movies that we could use between here and like next year. And at this point it was like 10 o'clock and uh, Diana's just like, do you want to go see it in a different movie theater? To which I'm like, yeah, I guess we could, but it's already late. But you know what? Yeah, let's do it. Let's, Let's go watch this movie. So she gets tickets for 11 at like a, a theater in Miami Lakes, which I'm like, okay, I can get there in an hour. We leave, and like the second that we get on 95, it's just bumper bumper traffic. There must have been like a horrible accident or something, and like we were just stuck. And we were there for like 20, 25 minutes, just like not moving at all. So finally, I'm just like, okay, well, like, fuck this. And I pulled off onto the shoulder, and then I just went in reverse until like I got to like the exit that like I had just driven past. And went off into the exit and then just went down 441 all the way to like the Palmetto. And we ended up getting back to our house like at 1130 or something. So we had missed that movie too. So what you eventually said is that you, you paid for two sets of tickets and saw the movie zero times? Paid, paid for two sets of tickets, got a refund for one of them, got free tickets to a different movie of our choice. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, we couldn't get a refund on the second period. So I guess you're at a net loss of zero, right? I suppose so. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was not not a great night. Universe really did not want us to see Venom. Well, sometimes it's probably for for the better. Maybe it saved you like the extra fifteen bucks per ticket that you were gonna pay for it. I heard it was good though. Like I heard the the reviews for it um, were good. I'm not sure because like to be honest with you guys, I haven't even watched the first installment of Venom. Because, like, at the time when it came out, I heard that it was quite, uh, I don't know, uh, difficult to believe when it, when in comparison to, like, some of the, uh, you know, Marvel Universe developments that were happening over at Disney. Like, this was kind of the standalone production that was way too far-fetched. Um, forget the alien and all that, but uh, or the superpowers. But um, it was just difficult for, for viewers to see it. So I kind of signed off on the idea of watching it, so... I mean, for, for an action movie, I didn't think it was bad. Like, it kept me entertained. Yeah. I, I, a lot of the places that I've heard review it said, like, it would have been a really good movie, like, 10 years ago. Like, it was that sort of early 2000s vibe of, like, superhero movies. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, as nuanced as they normally are. But, I mean, honestly, I mean, Tom Hardy's in it. I'd watch that dude do just about anything. And now, uh, what's his face? Is uh... Yeah, Woody, right? Woody Harrelson, yeah. Yeah, and I I heard everybody's talking about the stinger at the end, in the end credits of that Venom two, but I don't know what it is. Was it was that the one that kind of got a little bit of like a bad rep or something in in respect to what they were trying to achieve with that post credit scene? The first one did because they had uh, Woody Harrelson had like this really dumb like Ronald McDonald <laughs> wig, <laughs> which I guess they decided not to go with in the in the actual movie. But I guess at the end of this one, it, I, I, I suspect it's some sort of like crossover multiverse type thing. Gotcha. And I guess we have to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping Geo could at least clue us in on it, but... Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. nope. I do have to say, though, the trailer for, for Spider-Man No Way Home really got me excited. Yeah. And that comes out relatively soon, I think. Did that come out in December, too? I think it's like Eternals and then... Spider-Man, right? No Way Home comes out on the 17th of December, and Eternals comes out on November 5th. Wow, so we're getting, like, back-to-back almost. Mm-hmm. I don't know if either of those will be what pulls me back into the movie theater. Pretty sure June is. 
I think I've gotten a little bit too comfortable with the idea of watching movies in my in my living room. And- well, so that's the thing, right, Stan? So, like, we, we, you and I both held off to watch Black Widow, and apparently Geo. And, um, like, Geo and I have talked about Dune a couple of times, or mentioned it, and, like, I'm super excited for Dune, but also it's going to be on HBO Max, same day it comes out in theaters, and that. Which means, yeah, you're just going to watch it on, on your TV. Maybe, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, is if, if it was going to be at a real IMAX near me, I would definitely go see it in IMAX, but. Yeah, but then, I mean, we don't even have real IMAXs down here, but the closest thing would be Fort Lauderdale one. Yeah. Well, there's a real IMAX near me, but they show like stupid penguin documentaries and stuff. Like there's no, it's not. not <laughs> sure. Hey, hey, do not eat on happy feet. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I was really hoping they would show it there, but nope. Yeah, it's probably going to be very limited viewership to be honest. What, um, we, we started talking about Shang-Chi. Did you go see uh, Shang-Chi, Stan? Oh, no, no, no. This is like, the one I did watch, I, like I was telling you guys earlier, um, I did watch the kind of the prequel, I guess, the short brief about Trevor, Trevor, no, no it's not Trevor Noah, that's the gentleman from uh, the Daily Show, but like Trevor, the guy who played the Mandalorian, um, Sir Ben Kingsley character. And they have this great short uh, that kind of leads into the story of Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings that I thought was superbly done just because like, he plays the character of this like wannabe actor Trevor so well that it was uh, it was very entertaining to watch. Um, I don't know if you guys actually had a chance to watch it on or if you watched the full movie already. Yeah, I saw I saw it in theaters already. I think Jacob didn't though. No, I haven't. But good news, Stan. <laughs> November twelfth. Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take advantage of that. Probably I'll wait it out. Um, but if you haven't uh, watched it, just definitely watch the little short on uh, on Disney Plus that's available right now. Um, that way, you I think you would appreciate the full movie when it comes out on in November, unless yeah. you watch theaters beforehand. Of course. Nah, it's probably too late. That ship's probably already sailed. I'm just trying not to engage too many people in conversation for that movie because I'm afraid that it, and you know, undoubtedly one of them is going to spoil it. Well, I think there's a lot of people in our boat on, on that who just decided to wait it out. For sure. And then I'm assuming nobody's seen What If, right? I've watched all of it. Oh, you have? I'm up to speed on What If. Uh-oh, Gio. <laughs> More homework for you. <laughs> uh, get get to watching, bro. Like I, <laughs> I get home from work and I'm just tired. Hey, I'm tired too. Adulting sucks, man. Tell me about it. But like, I, I think what if, I don't know, like, I think it's going to be a standalone kind of little storyline. I don't know that they can go further with it from where they kind of took it. And also, I don't know if they're going to use some of that to incorporate into the upcoming since like we're dealing with this whole universe of madness, uh, you know, multiverse of madness, rather. But it's going to be an interesting twist if some of the characters that were introduced make a, make an appearance in it, in this new kind of round that we're entering in like phase five now. Yeah, uh, there's a couple in particular that I would like to see. One just like the standalone the Watchers is probably going to be of interest to me. Yeah, he's a uh, he'd be cool to see. Yeah, but I guess we'll we'll have to wait until Geo sees it to to really dig deep into. I'll watch it this week. Exactly. Like, yeah, all of the all of this all of the episodes are on, so you can probably. Um, yeah, I mean, I just gotta watch all of Visions and all of. <laughs> well, the thing about what if what if and Visions is the episodes are pretty short. But by the way, just to end on the whole thing, I think Jeffrey Wright being cast as the voice of the Watcher, I thought that was like a superb choice on on Marvel's side. Like yeah. he's one of the guys that has like a you know like the majestic voice like akin to Morgan Freeman and Jeremy Irons that if he can narrate something I definitely cast him in something so I, that's why I'm kind of excited to possibly see his like you know character being cast in the actual like feature length movie it'll be interesting to see how he pulls it off yeah that would be interesting but yeah what, what was the new show that you guys had started watching <laughs> Midnight Mass it's on Netflix what's that all about Oh, it's so hard to say what it's about without spoiling anything. But it, it's about um, this guy blind at the end. Is that <laughs> um, I, honestly, Stan? So I was I was talking to Gio about that earlier. I could ruin this show with one word. <laughs> I mean, it is one of those he's blind at the end deals. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So uh, 
I think I'm like a, there he goes. Episode, there we go. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm an episode. I'm an episode and a half in now, and like the very first thing I asked Jacob was just like, "So, is the supernatural stuff going on in the show like real, or is it like all something that can be explained with like some sort of like sciency, logical explanation sort of thing?" Yeah, and then like, he's just like, nah, um, I can I can just ruin everything for you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> just one word would, would be all it takes. But so basically, Stan, it, it's about um, this island community mm-hmm. um, that's got, got like 200 people in it, and it's kind of like separated. It's like Jaws a little bit. And there's a, a church on the island, and the, the pastor like went on a, a walkabout because he's old. Like he went to like Jerusalem on like a pilgrimage. And the church sent like a different pastor, or I guess father, Monsignor, whatever, to take over the church while that guy's gone. Okay. And and crazy shit starts happening as soon as he shows up. Yeah. Alright. I guess that'll be the next uh, next series that I have to watch because I just finished the um, the other one that has become the craze of everybody, which was the Squid Games, which I presume Geo hasn't watched. It. <laughs> no, that I've watched. No, we're. We're probably gonna have to record a separate episode to talk about Squid Game because uh, we got a lot to say, and it's getting late for Geo. <laughs> oh yeah, true that. Yeah, it's getting late for me too. Like this whole yeah. thing is hitting me hard. So we might have to cut this one short. Pick up next week with uh, Squid Game talk. Sounds good. All right. All right. We'll see you guys for the Squid Game. Yep. To be continued. Thanks again for listening, everybody. It was really enjoyable to record this podcast with my buddies, and I'm really hoping that we can make more of these. We haven't set up any way to interact with us yet on the internet, but trust me, those are coming. We look forward to seeing you next week. We hate to say goodbye. So until then, so long.